welcome to the Heavy Matters Podcast. We're back after a bit of a break uh, due to life getting in the way, but welcome back. I'm Joey, he's Venny. It's going to be a one album show today because we are, we started off the year really well, getting albums done before they were released and stuff. And unfortunately, it's just come to this time of year where work is getting in the way. So we've had to take a step back, but we had to do the album we're doing today. Um, well, I certainly had to because it is the new album from Norwegian black metal gods Immortal. So we're going to do just that today. But I mean, I had to do it. Like I couldn't forgive myself if I didn't do it. But anyway, Benny, how are you, mate? Yeah, good. Thank you, mate. I'm enjoying this nice turn of the weather. So mm. um, yeah, good. It's good. And had a couple of nice weekends away. So yeah, yeah, all good. Thank you, mate. Lovely. And what better album to put on to combat this hot weather than a nice big thick slab of Norwegian ice in the form of Immortal and their new album War Against All. It's out on the 26th of May via Nuclear Blast Records. Now, for anyone who listens to the podcast will know that this is one of my favourite genres of black metal. And if you also listen to the podcast, you'll know Venny is very particular when it comes to his black metal and we haven't really discussed him all a lot in our conversations Vanny, around just general music and whether you like him but i i do understand that you're a bit of an immortal fan in terms that the accessibility when it comes to the sort of being the black the iron maiden of black metal is a fair enough statement i think you've encapsulated it there that that is what i would describe immortal as they have that gallop and yeah. that new album kind of um, style. Um, not so much Motorhead as uh, a Dark Throne, for example. So, yeah, I, do, I have found them accessible, but I would also say that I'm not an expert and certainly um, would bow to your expertise expertise on a lot of uh, their, their hmm. back catalogue. I mean, I assume you've, like, you've gone back on the classic albums like, you know, Sons of Northern Darkness and... All Shall Fall, Battles in the North, etc., etc. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, this is their tenth album, and it's their second one without the main man Abath. Um, so they released um, their last album previous to this, Northern Chaos Gods, in 2018, which was the first album without Abath. Um, and did you listen to that? Yes, I think we did listen to that. Um, and I remember being quite positive about it at the time. Um, clearly, there has been comings and goings with Immortal, uh, lineup changes, and obviously a bath going and releasing his own stuff in that interim period has been a big factor, hasn't it? Um, and so it has been interesting how the two things have gone along in parallel, so to speak. And we've we've obviously covered at least two of the Abath. Um, solo albums on the show some positive some a little less positive um, and so yeah that that's also been a bit of an interesting juxtaposition for me in the knowledge that we have gone a little bit deeper on the bath and so this provides a nice counterpoint for the immortal review yeah I mean the, the gap between uh, Northern Chaos Gods and All Shall Fall was like nine years and obviously in between that period it was battened down by the fact that there was massive legal issues, who's going to take the name, and eventually um, Demon Az, who is now the lead singer of Immortal, won that battle. Um, 
So that last album, also I thought I loved, absolutely loved that album. So, you know, expecting the new one. Um, Northern Chaos Gods was okay for me. It was, I think when you're anticipating a new Immortal album, you're not really sure what's going to come out of it. It didn't really hit the spots I was looking for. I think vocally it was poor. I think the production was bad as well, which coming from me, it says a lot from a black metal album. Um, and then obviously, as you said, we had the Abath in between, which was a, a sort of stopgap. I mean, the last album was just horrendous, which is by the by. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the new one, um, War Against All. And I'm just going to say from the start, Benny, this compared to Northern Chaos Gods is light and day in terms of production and the output of the album. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, I haven't gone back to AB them so closely, so I don't have a direct... I, I mean, I will, yeah, see to whatever you say on that. Um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. But for me, certainly, it's uh, night and day, the, the difference between the two. I think on this one, especially vocally, this is a fantastic performance. And if you close your eyes and don't think that Abbas has gone, it's very on par with a bath in his sort of heyday terms of vocally. And that's a massive step up from the previous album. Um, the production as well is a huge step up for me. I will come on to the songs in a bit, but I just fire back to you, Venny, on your initial reaction to my comments there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely wanted to pick up on the vocals because, yeah, I agree. They are quite similar to a bath's vocals. And... It's, it's kind of interesting that the two bands are going on in parallel in very similar veins. I mean, do you think that is a conscious effort from Demonaz and the group to keep it close to a Bath style, to keep the um, to keep that pedigree of the band going in keeping with their previous back catalogue rather than going for some, a bigger change? Very good question, and I haven't thought of that. I, I mean, probably subconsciously, definitely. They're, they're doing that. Um, I think they might have been, they might have taken a look at the comments from the last album and, and changed that style, certainly. I think what they've definitely done on this album and um, coming to the songwriting now is they've doff, definitely, <laughs> definitely reverted back to that inverted commas classic immortal style where, um, you know, they've got the galloping rhythms like you touched on. They've got the the icy cold, you know, uh, isolated guitar leads in songs. And, I mean, I'm going to touch on it anyway, but the, the third track, War God, I mean, when I first heard it, I wondered if they'd re-recorded Tyrants or if my, somehow my <laughs> uh, promo got mixed up with original Immortal work because it's uncannily, uncannily, almost exactly as Tyrants by Immortal. And I read somewhere previously that Demonets actually said that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to get back into that sort of right. Now, look, I actually think the song's really good me anyway. Um, I don't know whether that's just me being because it sounds so much like Tyrants, but when you sort of park the fact that it is Tyrants and take it as a single body of work... It's actually a really, really good song. And in that track particular is what I was talking about, the isolated 
guitars which bring it this really icy immortal style feel yes i i i would agree with that as one of the standout tracks on the album i mean broadly to my view the album comes out the tracks with some very harsh extremity which I, I do think is often a theme of this style of black metal that they often really come out the traps with um an absolutely furiously rapid paced opener uh, and that's what the title track comes out and and thunders of darkness is similar but yeah for me the album really gets going from war god to no sun to the tr- my favorite track of the album which I might not be able to pronounce, but Nordlandia. Um, Good effort. Yeah, which um, is the longest track on the album. It's instrumental and I think is, um, yeah, there you also have those isolated kind of clean picked guitars that stand out and um, some really nice guitar progressions. And it shows just a little bit more technicality to, to them on that, that track, a slightly different side to them. Uh, some kind of almost staccato-y guitars, which brings in some other subgenres of metal. So, um, yeah, I really like that three um, song run in the middle of the album. Um, yeah, um, that it was quite interesting to hear the the instrumental track because it's not really something you associate with like black metal. I mean, look, we always talk about progression on this show. How bands progress um but certainly you know you do find it but for a band like immortal to come out with it i, I agree you know war against all the, the the opening track the single they released seems to be sort of like a statement of like we're back it's mm. it is I, I don't want to sound negative when i say this but it's like when iron maiden release a single off their new album you know like i'm just taking, gonna take That's rain yeah, yeah. Rainmaker, for example, from Dance of Death, which is just a Grammy-produced song, you know? Yeah, um, they're always made and will go for a kind of a shorter, more upbeat, um, rockier yeah. track. And you could see, actually, they were doing consciously doing that for a number of their albums in the yeah. late 2000s, early 2010s. So, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And it, it that War Against All track struck me as a bit of... I mean, clearly Watain and bands like that have been very influenced by Immortal, but this, to me, was things going round in full circles that Immortal may be taking that furious white heat from bands like Watain and, and doing their own version of it. So, yeah, it felt like that a little bit to me. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, haven't, I don't listen to singles, as you know, so that was the first time I heard it when we got this promo. It's a good song, but it's there. Like you said, there is a lot better songs as you go through the album. Um, War God, I touched on, really, really good. No Sun is probably my standout track on this album. Um, it has a real sort of mayhem style black metal riffing in it, like early mayhem, which sort of like you were saying that you know taking touches from Watain and stuff like that. Um, but then it brings in the classic immortal hooky riff in there and again it reminded me of a track um the sun no longer rises which was an early immortal song like so this album really did sort of have a nostalgic feel to me as well at times because they're drawing on loads of different parts of their their career and putting it all onto this one album which 
really took me by surprise, like really pleasantly took me by surprise because, I mean, if you're going to compare this album to A Bath's Last, this Immortal album just absolutely hisses over it completely. Um, now, we don't know, well, sorry, we, we, we do know the reason why Benny's Alarm is going off on the show is... <laughs> No, we do know the reason, obviously, about um, had problems with alcoholism and uh, produced the album himself, which didn't go down well. But, I mean, the lads in Immortal this time have just completely turned the table and created an absolutely brilliant album. And I just want to talk about accessibility, Venny, um, because... We all know black metal is one of those genres where it's very hard to get into. Take Dark Thrones earlier stuff, for example, the production. But Immortal, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, have always been a fairly accessible band in in the spectrum of genre, uh, black metal. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, what I would say about that is, um, and this is maybe slightly generalizable about some of the second wave of Norwegian black metal, but certainly with Immortals that the music, the musical canvas sometimes isn't particularly extreme. As I say, there is elements of familiarity that many common or garden metal fans will find with bands like Iron Maiden, which we talked about a lot. And the extremity, in a way, comes from little flourishes of tremolos or double bass musically, but often that's not too much, not too extreme, it's not too intense. The vocals are often what mean it is treated as a more extreme music type. But actually, as I say, musically, often there isn't too much extremity here, and it's just those little flourishes, as I say, of double bass from time to time so yeah I, I do agree with that that this is on the more accessible um side but it, it often comes down in these instances to what people's preferences are on vocal style and i think sometimes that very croaky low-pitched vocal which is similar to a bath does put people off but people shouldn't be put off i don't think by the extremity of the music itself yeah i think it's very important actually to, you you can sort of put aside the vocals in a way with this album because I think it is more definitely 100% agree what you said musically it's brilliant and it's there's parts that are hooky in it that's got those galloping parts as well the vocals do play a part because it's immortal um, but I, I think even that these vocals aren't offensive on this album and by offensive I mean like you know it's not going to put you off so I think for people who I've never listened to Immortal before and, and are maybe put off by the black metal tag they've been given. That should be ignored for sure because this is definitely one of the more accessible black metal albums. And at the same time, not often said, it's actually quite a fun album. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you know, which, you know, for you, I think, Venny, is probably quite an important thing. Um, but... Yeah, it I is. think you can bang your head to this. I think it's got riffs. I think, you, yeah, if you were stood there watching them with a beard and you didn't know these songs, I think you would enjoy them, yeah. Yeah, have a really good time. Yeah, I don't think it is so bleak and miserable that you'd be, do you know, crying no. salty tears into your beer. You'd be, yeah, you'd be banging your head. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
that being said, I do like the the production on the album. They've really captured the essence of Immortal as well. And at times, you know, Immortal are notoriously linked with ice, snow, fjords in in, in Norway. And I think they've captured it really well. Um, another thing for you, Venny, the length of the album, which, and I ask this because, like we've touched on, black metal for you is very can be you know you, your attention span for it can be very limited i'm just wondering what's your thoughts on the length of the album 38 minutes eight tracks couldn't be better <laughs> superb i actually i was a little bit disappointed how it ended for me like it ends very abruptly yes i i do actually agree that the last track is probably the weakest and it just in the way that it slightly segues into a bit more of a mid pace, which I don't think suits them so much. So, um, yeah, but I, I, we've talked about on the show before, for me, eight tracks is the perfect length. And yeah, I think pushing beyond 40 minutes might have lost my attention. So, okay. um, yeah, I'm very happy with that. Oh, I, I think they could have, I'd have been happy for them to put another two tracks on this album for me personally. Um, and not just because of, my affection for the genre, but I think personally, I enjoyed it so much that I would have been happy to sit through another two tracks um, on it. But yeah, Um, will you go back to this? Yeah, I might do. I might do. Um, Yeah, I might do, put it that way. (laughs) Is it maybe whetted your appetite to go and listen to some older Immortal? Yeah, and it also interested me to go back a little bit to those uh, that, early good Abath albums as well because I remember Juno at the time thinking they were pretty good so yes it has um, was it um Outstrider was that the good Outstrider one Outstrider in the self-titled Abath um that's right yeah it, I mean a question for you um would be say both bands Abath and Immortal were appearing on the festival lineup at clashing on stages both on at the same time. Both actually have a very similar set list in terms of incorporating immortal classics into the set. So there are no bones there in terms of the classics. And the only difference is a smattering of new tracks from each of their respective outputs. Immortal. Okay. And do you know, if if Abath hadn't released his latest album, yes, I would probably say Abath. Yes. And I think I'd be the same actually um yeah i mean if anyone did make that booking would be going to hell for a long time (laughs) be be going to blashirk with the rest of the band um excellent um rate ratings mate yep seven out of ten for me a flat seven seven point zero seven point zero well uh i've been excited about this album I've been waiting for it. It's definitely surpassed my expectations. I'm going 7.8. Oh, lovely. Good. Yeah. Good. So I'm glad in my... I was in the same same bracket broadly. Yeah. I did think you might have gone a bit higher than this on this one, but I don't know. Um, yeah, so Immortal War Against All out the 26th of May. Get at it. And that's the end of the show. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. It's good to be back. And Venny, always nice to see you, mate. Yes, lovely stuff, mate. And we'll see you on the next episode of Heavy Matters.